Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. In our house we have two cats, a little black one called Connor and a little black and white one called Tesla. And they're really different cats. They've got very different personalities. They've got very different likes and dislikes. And I like to imagine that if they were people, uh, they would have be very different people. It's a little easy to think of uplifted cats as all cats the same. But realistically, there'd be different cultures among cats. There'd be cats that grow up in the desert and cats that grow up on the coast. And there'd be lowland cats and highland cats. And this is a story of two different cat cultures coming together for a festival. The Scatter Niao curled her tail around herself and stared up at the night sky. There was enough breeze to whisper through the tall grass, and it would be hours before the cold sent her scuttling towards the fire. For now there were only the stars above, the grass below, and Mirio. She could feel his purring rumbling through her own body, his warmth pressed against her, and she let out a sigh of contentment. It's beautiful, he murmured. She glanced at him. Reflected in his eyes was the thick band of milky stars above. It's called the Scatter, where I'm from, Niao said. There's a story... One my grandmother told me when I was first uplifted, that it's milk or cream maybe knocked over by the chimera's cat paw. She smiled wistfully. It's a silly story, but she always told it well. She did the voices and everything. My family tells a story, Mirio said, his own voice almost inaudible above the wind. We are desert cats, near the edges, you understand. The sky above is like the sky below, they say. Where you walk, you leave a wake. You can always look back and see your path, the choices you made along the way, mistakes you've made, everything. He smiled at her then, small fangs glittering against his tawny fur. The people you've met, like stars themselves. Niao rubbed up against him, revelling in the way her fur tingled where they touched. We say that the wash of stars up there what you call the scatter, is the chimera's wake through the sky. It passes this way often, or the trail would long ago have blown over, and so we know that it is watching over us. His tail gently curled around her body, wrapping her closer into the sensation of him. Beneath them, the town was glittering in its own pale imitation of the scatter, the distant sounds of merriment reaching them. The harvest had been brought in, Uplifts and humans alike working side by side, and now the festival was in full swing. Thank you for your help today, she said. It meant a lot to my father. Mirio shrugged. You are welcome. Often I will take work as I travel. It pays for the next night's sleep and meal, usually. Sometimes a little more. We'd never have gotten it in if not for you, Niao said. You really bailed us out. Perhaps. Your father, he is resourceful. I had a chance to talk with him after lunch today. Your mother, she knows how to prepare a rabbit, that one. Succulent. She shivered, and not entirely from the cold. But your father, 
He is a successful cat. You have, what, three sisters, all of your uplifts sponsored by him? A fine family. What about you? Family? He was silent for a long moment, not even purring, and Niao licked her nose nervously. If you don't want to talk about it... No, no, he murmured. Not much to tell, really. Uplifted by a man more interested in using me to show off his wealth than in my welfare. And I suppose, like the hypocrite I am, I've accused your father of something similar now. My apologies. Niao shook her head firmly. That's not how I took it, not in the slightest. Father is a good man. He knows he's giving us a good life, a trade, all of us. He's our father in every way that matters. I am glad that you have that in your life, Mirio said. A glow down in the centre of the town broadened, growing even as she watched. The giant bonfire that had been built in the market square would be a welcoming blaze now, children dancing around it, while animals stood close enough to singe their whiskers. She snatched a look at him and felt a rush of warmth as she met his stare. What will you do? He cocked his head to one side, whiskers twitching. I will go. My own wake lies behind me, the path forward, not yet trodden. You should stay, she said, far too quickly, and he chuckled. I mean, I want you to stay. He considered the dark deepness above for a long time, then nodded. Perhaps I can stay for a couple of nights. His paw covered hers, warm in the cooling air, and she closed her eyes as his scent enveloped her. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash Giant's Reach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 